The following podcast contains opinions and viewpoints held by the podcasters that do not necessarily reflect the opinions or viewpoints of potential sponsors or third-party hosts. Any content provided by our podcasters or of their opinion are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything. Enjoy! Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, and boys and girls, and he folk, they folk, she folk, to this week's episode of the three episode podcast. Uh, we have a very, uh, a very awesome group of guests tonight uh, on top of our usual crowd. I'm just going to go kind of in a uh, fun order. Uh, joined with me tonight via Zoom uh, is my good friend Justin. Hello, everyone. His younger, wiser friend, Stephen. Fuck you, John. Wait, younger? I'm older than he is. <laughs> I didn't know that. I was making an assumption. Uh, some dude that we picked up uh, named Ryan. Hello. I don't know how I got into the Zoom call, but I appreciate it. <laughs> A very sweet human being with purple hair named Val. Hi, John. And other people, but it's not just me. Uh, <laughs> And I have two really awesome human beings here. Uh, first and foremost, right next to me on this side of the Zoom call, or actually above me on the live stream, is yeah, Colin from Indianapolis. Hello. And uh, directly below me is uh, Johnny. And you're down in New York, I believe, right? Yeah, on Long Island, baby. All right. So we have started the last couple of episodes with what is X genre? And I've asked these guys this. And now they wanted to start the episode with asking me what is... Because you made this up. I swear <laughs> to God, you made this up. If I what made this up, God? then Andy Samberg on Brooklyn Nine-Nine will never turn his back on something that I made up and I should be getting royalties for it and I'm still living in a tiny apartment in Boston. Well, that's well it just means your lawyer is shit. That doesn't mean anything else. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> simplest definition without getting into the technical terms and the history is ska music is pop punk or hardcore music or rock anthems with uh with a brass section or with horns that's the simplest way i describe it to people and it's the way that people relate to it there's a lot of history that uh you know it developed from reggae and then there's some other you know minor music uh, genres and, and bigger genres that merged and all that but uh, I mean, to me, simplest way, it's punk music with horns in it. And y'all are familiar with the song Superman because you guys, a couple of you recommended the uh, uh, remake of Tony Hawk. So you're familiar. Uh, no. God, I hate you, Steve. <laughs> it's fine, but still. <laughs> I haven't God, played the remake. Slider. Anyway, I was thinking we'd go ahead and just start out with uh, with our two guests, just kind of get a little bit of their backstory, hear what they're all about right now. And uh, uh, since I introduced Colin first, I was actually going to do uh, do Johnny first, let him uh, tell his shtick and what he's up to and all the fun things that he's done in his life. Yeah, sure. So it's pretty much been all about music for me since I was a teen, going to shows 
of uh, all caliber and genre was definitely um, my escape from all the issues going on with my own life and, and, you know, whatever was around me and figuring out my place in the world. But just kind of pressing the fast forward button, I uh, my band teacher uh, told me that I could play Barry sax instead of drums because I was bored. <laughs> and then <clears throat> I was drumming for a band, local band, and then I was bored, so I joined a band up front playing sax, and that was it. That was history. I went to school, Five Towns Music uh, College for music business, and then a band from Connecticut, the shirt you're wearing, Flaming Tsunamis, asked me to join their band um, as part of the new horn section because they lost their their uh, trombone and trumpet player. So me and a friend from Long Island both joined, and then it just kind of went from there. That band, I went on till we broke up in 2008. I joined a band in uh, Detroit playing sax as well called We Are The Union. I left that band in 2009. 2009, I was kind of um, pushed in a way that I felt I was going to move on from performing in bands. And then I spent the next, all of these years um, getting into the business of music. So I started working for bands, uh, whether it was merchandise or uh, eventually leading up to tour management, which is what I currently do full time. Um, and then a couple of years ago, um, some friends of mine's band was breaking up and they were approached me about here's some songs and there's more to that story. But um, the short of it is I got I went to the studio to just record and then I fell in love with the four songs and then that's keep flying and here we are and now I don't want to say I regressed or went backwards but the last four years I figured out how to work in the industry and also play in the industry and I'm glad I did because I've gotten to do some really incredible tours with my current band that I would have probably never done had I just uh, stayed with just working and uh, yeah moving forward post COVID um, I think that I will have my hand in even more pots. I'll be working for a few more festivals that I, I work for a couple festivals already, but um, I think I'm going to do a few more of those once those can resume. Uh, Cause I really like the festival work. I like being in one place as well as still tour managing for a couple national acts, doing the keep flying stuff as much as we can. And also working on continuing to regrow the scene here on Long Island. We just lost one of our venues. It was the uh, uh, Amityville, right? We lost Revolution, yeah. which is also in Amityville. We still have Amityville Music Hall, but um, we got to hope to keep that afloat. And uh, yeah, the I, I the plan is to help keep that uh, going, uh, hopefully. So. A lot of my plate, all of its music, <laughs> I will say that it has been nice taking a break for the first time in my life ever <laughs> from all of that. This is the longest break I've ever had. And it's honestly, for me, been a positive thing. I know I, we all had the negatives of this and the depression from it, but like I have gotten over that hump now. And, you know, I'm really happy that, well, not that, hundreds of thousands of people have died, but I'm happy to have had this break to realize a lot of things that I think I needed to uh, take a break and realize. So 
yeah, that's the path. And it all started with my band teacher telling me to not play the drums and play the Barry saxophone. So here we are now. <laughs> Very cool. That's awesome, man. Yeah. Um, I was going to say, before we hit our, our usual question round, let's hear Colin's story. <laughs> Just that way we uh, we get to hear both sides are really at least half of the country or a quarter of the country sure. <laughs> where we want to split it. Sure. Um, I uh, am originally from Chicago. I started Woo! taking guitar lessons when I was like 11-ish, and I absolutely hated it. Like, I, I did not like the whole... Like, I mean, I get it. Yeah, scales are important and stuff, but I don't want to learn Twinkle Twinkle. I wanted to learn Green Day and stuff. So um, I quit those and started teaching myself. And then I started, uh, uh, when I moved here to Indianapolis, I started going to punk rock shows at a little church basement called the ES Jungle and uh, and a couple other venues, the dojo, stuff like that. Uh, started going to punk rock shows. And uh, I think the first show I ever saw in Indy, like in that basement might have been mustard plug which uh was a very very it, it blew 13 year old me's mind um <laughs> you're only 19 uh, now so right <laughs> six <laughs> years ago yeah mustard plug yeah and uh so i uh started deciding like i'm like this is fun this is awesome i want people to like freak out about me like that so i wanted to get on that stage and so i did and i started uh playing a bunch of like just old early 2000s like pop punk covers and songs that might as well have been covers because <laughs> I was not creative at all at that time uh, so I was playing like SR71 and Sum 41 and basically every number band songs um, <laughs> but uh, then yeah I played with and worked with a handful of bands um, uh, I, uh, I really started like officially kind of taking off not even really but like I started like making that a bigger priority in like 2012-ish, 13-ish. I almost got kicked out of college because I uh, was not showing up. I did Warp Tour and stuff a couple times. Um, I uh, uh, then began to manage. Uh, I was a tour manager for a band called Reverse Order, and they were, I believe they were finalists on America's Got Talent in like 2013. And that tour lasted like... It was one tour and it lasted, I think, right. like four or five months. And it was a rough one. Uh, they, because it was unlike any tour I'd ever done before. Uh, there was, it because they had just been on TV, they had like some some clout going. Uh, the, the tour was a big anti-bullying tour. So we would go, uh, basically in the mornings, we would get up at like six and then hit a bunch of schools in wherever we were at the time. And we would go like we had a whole subs and pa set up so it was loading gear in and out of these schools sometimes we would hit like four or five schools a day we'd hit all these schools play some songs do a sh anti-bullying spiel play some more songs and then be done pack it up move to the next school and then in the evenings we would play an actual show in that area so even though that like six months or five months is already a really long tour but when you're doing like six shows a day it felt like that one tour lasted for like four years. So it was a really, really long one. And by the end of that one, uh, Henry from Keep Flying actually hit me up and they were like, hey, will you, uh, do you want to come play bass with us on this Canada tour? And so I was like, yeah, absolutely. And I had only, I hadn't known them for very long at that point. But uh, 
but yeah, that on that tour, I think I met you for the first time on that tour because that was played, yeah, like, that was the first time you met me in person. You guys played the space in Hamden, and yeah. then you crashed at my place, uh, right. which I you know from my background of things. I always wanted to give the band the best possible whatever I could, which is, I mean, there's some jokes that were long-standing jokes with uh, some of the other members. Like, I always kept a bag of grapes with me because they would show me that fucking oh, duck song every single time. Yeah, the it's duck like, song. Hey, got any grapes? I'd just be like, got yes, yes, I do this time. And I would just throw the bag at somebody. <laughs> there you go. Love it. But yeah, so I did that, did the Canada tour with them, then did uh, an East Coast tour with them and stuff. Um, and then uh, I remember on one of those tours, my legs had gotten so bad that like, uh, like I went to the doctor and I guess I had shin splints so bad that he's, the doctor's like, I can't believe you're walking right now. Like one wrong step and your shin could basically just like pop and like and snap. And uh, so I was not having fun on one of those tours and the guys could see it. And it wasn't because I didn't like playing. It was just because I was in miserable amount of pain. Uh, so did that. And then I uh, started playing with my current band the day after, and uh, I've been with them since. Um, and it's been it's been fun. Uh, this last year we went and uh, got to perform on a show called Sounds of the Underground on uh, CBS or NBC. And uh, it, we our episode, we were featured alongside Mest, which is one of my favorite bands uh, from growing up. Uh, they ruled. Uh, Alisana for anyone who remembers them uh, but yeah it was, it was fun I think Frank from uh, MCR was on another episode August Burns Red was on an episode uh, so that was a fun time but uh, since then uh, I just haven't been doing much toward as much as we could have until this year and now here we is here we is <laughs> so I, uh, I like to open it up to the other people around me you know, you guys had some fun questions last week, so I figure you're going to have some this week. So it's not just me talking to two of my buddies and four beautiful people as well are just chatting, you know, in the background or looking at me doing this. So, so I guess my first question goes to Colin. Yes. Uh, so I think you're going to get the PS5. Uh, if if somebody wants to give me some money for it i had i just moved into like a place that's right next to my work which is convenient so i'm not driving but it's still way more expensive than anywhere else i've lived so i might get one after it's calm after it's calmed down a bit yeah i moved Uh, i'm not in right in downtown indy anymore i'm about 20 minutes north of there so still very close but yeah there's there's a whole thing i'll tell you about it soon johnny (laughs) Oh boy, I hate yeah. to hear that. It's but I, I I brought the candles with me, so everything. Oh, okay. that's good news. <laughs> yeah, I brought I brought candles and candle and Bella's over here somewhere, uh, so everything's all good. The goodest dog, absolute goodest dog. There she is. Hey, <laughs> no, no, she can be Aren't on the podcast. <laughs> My dog is on the podcast at least a, f- a few times. My cat is yeah, currently but, but snuggling up. No, Noel wasn't on the podcast barking most of the time, but Noel was on the podcast when you were like petting her and, and jingling. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> it would just be John talking, and you just hear the background jingle, jingle, jingle. 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's Noel's contribution because you know how many times I had to try and edit that out of fucking episode. Every single time, it's wonderful. <laughs> so, All right, yeah, she's yeah. doing her own thing. She, anyway, she, yeah. she's a pupper. It's fine. Uh, yeah, uh, PS Five. I. 
I mean, I'm not dying to get it. I've, I'll take it. Uh, but I, uh, <laughs> I saw uh, the shirt, so I had to ask. Yeah, I mean, I'm just, I don't know. I don't know. I'm a PlayStation kid, but I'm fine still hanging out with my PS4 for a while until uh, the PS5 gets cheaper. A lot cheaper. I'm, I'm not. I'm not part of the whole console wars thing. I'm just. I, I like games. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you should get a that's, PC then. But <laughs> I, I mean, I do. So, uh, Justin, just real quick to go off of uh, last week's recommendation, Colin is looking for people to play Among Us with. So we'll yes. we'll link up. Yeah. Oh I, yes, I have, please. The, the problem is, Colin, that I have a six-month-old, so trying to find a night that I have free that I can... Because we, we have the uh, we have our own Twitch channel that we used to stream to, so I was thinking of uh, start streaming some games to it. So got to okay. find a time to do that. But yeah, I've been wanting to uh, play Among Us with this group for a while. So Down. Because uh, so, I play um, it all the time now, and it's, it's ridiculous. Sweet. But I, so, I'm also that person who plays it, and I'm like trying to logically tell people things, and then there's this dude that turns around, he's like red is sus, and it's like, dude, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I was an electrical doing wiring. I think red is sus. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> so I followed someone, I think, an entire match without doing anything, and I was the last person to die, and they're just like yellow sus, and just like. I am not sus, and everyone <laughs> believes me. I'm just like, really? <laughs> That's funny, Johnny. I love that taker cutout. That's pretty sick. Yeah, nice. So, like, it's what? not even new taker. It's like, how old is that thing? That's 1999 or early 2000s. It looks well, like. Like, do you have it from then, or is it a new printing just of that picture? It's old, baby. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> so, oh wow. What is the kookiest thing that you guys ever did on tour? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> uh, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. Listen, I'm not, asking about New, I'm not asking about Las Vegas. I'm asking about like, <laughs> I don't know, maybe they were in Nashville one weekend or maybe they're out in California getting to- Del Taco. Oh, God. Uh, wherever Del Taco is from, I don't even know. We're not super crazy about i mean people think tour is way crazier than it is like whenever we're not playing shows usually we're just kind of chilling or driving but um or getting some trying to find like the best food but i guess during that so during that long tour uh when i was with reverse order doing the anti-bullying thing so we were this anti-bullying band that also like we bought so much like ghost hunting equipment for whatever reason and we did like ghost hunting shit uh, at every place that we were at and then we went to this improv show where they unfortunately like or fortunately picked one of us and we told them what we were doing and what where we were from and like they compared us to a Hanna-Barbera cartoon because we were the anti-bullying ghost hunting band so so I guess that tour, that but nothing any nothing really specific. So were you shaggy in this? I suppose <laughs> I was, yeah. He's got the dog. He's got the hair. Yeah. Yeah, that's why I figured shaggy. Yeah, pretty much. So is that why? Is that why you chose to study cryptozoology further so people would take you seriously? <laughs> uh, no, just because I wanted something to do. Uh, and it was like, how many people can say that they have a degree in cryptozoology? Like, Yo, I'm I can gonna... do the whole, I know more than you thing. 
I'm currently in a, doing a class. I just haven't had the time to finish it as fast as I did this one, but I'm doing one in ufology, which is the study of UFOs. And uh, I'm about halfway done with that class. I fucking wish I knew that because we would have called you up for the last trio too. Oh, really? Yeah. We just did an aliens trio. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, all right. How did the whole bullying thing start? Like, how did that tour become anti-bullying? Like, how does that uh, even happen? So, like, it stemmed from, like, uh, basically internet hate and stuff. So, like, people hated this band simply because they were on TV. Uh, like, just, it's the same reason okay. anybody talks crap about, like, Katy Perry or something. Like, just, it's just internet trolls and stuff. And, uh, yeah. like, this kid wasn't, this like, one of the people in the band wasn't the skinniest person alive, but he wasn't the biggest. But, like, people were like calling him fat and stuff and even though it's just internet trolls like it still kind of wounds you so uh they kind of turned it into like a positive thing like they had a uh they started like a non-profit called reverse the trend which was like to end bullying and stuff like that so yeah so it kind of stemmed from that though okay and yeah, that's so cool, they though. set up a tour to be anti-bullying like to be the people that go to the school and talk about that's right that's interesting. That's a that's a pretty cool. Thing. Yeah, no, it was, that was like only that. done. I thought that was only really done in movies. <laughs> and Hanna Barbera, but, yeah, and South Park. And South Park, yeah, true. <laughs> pretty much, yeah. We were, we were the assembly band. Yeah. I have a question for the for the both of you, actually. Um, what is? It's easy. It's probably easy if you talk about you know the things the the groups that you're within the genre that you play or are involved in that have influenced you over the years what's some like out of left field uh musical influences that you've had either growing up or you know things that just aren't within the genres that you are in like your normal wheelhouse that like really influenced you or like shaped you as a person or a musician because like everybody has you know w crazy things out of left field and i always like to know you know what those are all right just James volume two Hmm? Say it. Say Doc it Jam's volume two. Is that is that wait that's is that the was that the white with the red lettering, volume two? How yeah. the what in my brain just went off that I remembered that? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'll, I'll let Johnny go. All right. Uh, <clears throat> out of left field, um, like not in the genre. I can give you three. Weird Al Yankovic is my yes. favorite artist. Fuck of yeah. All time. Yeah. I, win. I was hoping that was going to come up. <laughs> he is my favorite. <clears throat> I've seen him more times than any artist aside from artists that I'm working for. <laughs> like I've been, I've been seeing him. He was my first show. Uh, he'll be my last show. I, uh, all these drive-in concerts are going on. I told my friends that I, there is not a single artist that I would go pay this money to sit in a car except Weird Al. I would do that. And I would drive as far as Columbus, Ohio in order to do it. Um, Weird Al, number one. Uh, number two, out of left field, uh, The Village People. Um, <clears throat> not musically, but uh, the performance and the gimmick. I'm a big fan of gimmicks and uh, the attitude in, in the music videos. And I, I got stuck watching old interviews and um, yeah, just something about that group makes me feel empowered. I don't know why. Uh, and, and 
good pageantry. Had a lot of what? Pageantry. Big village people had oh, good yes. Absolutely. And then last but not least, a band that's been around for a really long time, a punk band from the UK called The Addicts. Um, I've always been familiar with their music, but I didn't actually really get into them. This is kind of weird for me being in my mid-30s. I didn't get into them until last year. Like, keep flying open for them in Quebec City at a inappropriately sized venue, like way too small. And their live show... Remember Henry I, telling me about that show? <laughs> I was blown away by the live show. I couldn't stop. after I became obsessed, becoming obsessed with a band that has been around for over 30 years, um, who I didn't really know existed like that familiar and that well finding out now like feeling like i missed out on all these years like totally missed out um that's like my new my new one again music that band though musically and performance wise they put on a freaking show the singer monkey he goes by puts on a show if you just youtube any the addicts old live show you'll you'll understand what i mean it's theatrics it's costuming it's props it's running around it's magic tricks it's it's unreal it's, so it's, it's like, like the aquabats it's right up my, huh it kind of like the everything you're describing right now just makes me think the aquabats so take that and make it more you know tuned to older people like tuned to um standard punkers you know mm-hmm. I, I love the Aquabats. This is my first tattoo ever is, is the bat on my forearm. But that's within our genre, you know? Like, they yeah. also put out some great yeah. music. I and, love them. And you've worked in a few genres, basically. So you've got some options there. <laughs> yes. Those three are not in within the realm. I think that those are... So those are three for me. So I'll pass the torch to Colin now. Sure. Uh... <laughs> Yeah, I, I actually worked merch for Weird Al one time. It was really, really nice. Um, Just peeling back layers with both of you. That is awesome. <laughs> I will say he had bobbleheads that he made me charge like $50 a piece for. And now I was like, eh, but, but yeah, I get it. People, we sold out of them. Like, can, God damn. Yeah. Um, and just buy it. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, like, I don't know, just so I wasn't lying. Draft Jams Volume Two was super influential to me. Just like that party style. Um, oh yeah. Uh, Disney in general. Anything Alan Menken. Uh, like I absolutely love. Like, like no songs ever make me like feel like crying, but Disney songs pretty much. Um, that's, uh, that's just me watching Tangled at this point. But right. <laughs> Um, and then another out of left field. He, he didn't have to go that hard on that song, but he did. He did well, that, that for us. That was Elton John, though, dude. Um, but yeah, no, I love. That's my all-time favorite movie is The Lion King. Um, when? Uh, but then another, I guess, kind of opposite of those ones. It's not really our genre, but I, and I don't even really listen to them that much, but. As far as presence goes, the Chariot is just an amazing band to watch. Like, I saw them at Haste the Day's farewell show for the first time, and oh my god, they like it blew my mind. Like it, like musically, 
I'm not super into it. It's fine. I will never really just put the chariot on in the car. It was always one of those live things for me. But like, it was basically like chug, chug, throw, catch, chug. Like it just, it was the craziest thing I'd ever seen was watching the chariots, uh, watching the chariot. It's just, it's incredible. And then we we played with like 68 and stuff a couple times, but they, uh, it's still not the chariot. But yeah, so you know, I guess you know what- Jock Jams, Disney and the chariot. <laughs> you know what that reminds me of? Um, there was one video that I was obsessed with uh, when I was in high school, and it was uh, the Pop Roach video where he twirls the guitar. I always fucking <laughs> love like that, that video. I love that video specifically because he did that. Uh, I don't remember which song. You mean song the bass? What? It was a bass. Whatever. Yes. Sorry. <laughs> right. I apologize. Ryan's the Papa Roach expert here. So. I'm not the Papa Roach expert. Don't ever put me in that box. <laughs> I haven't I've listened to them in a long time. Lot. I, I don't remember. I just remember them spinning the bass. I, just I believe that was doing. Last Resort. Is it? Yes. Yeah. The one I don't know if I've ever the... seen the video for it. Yeah. I, I've... You know, I got out of Papa Roach before YouTube was a thing. So I and and I was never allowed to watch music videos because my mom thought they were for the devil. Well, here I am, mom, going to hell. You want to hear silly mom? (laughs) My mom used to so back before, you know, when you used to be able to like on a tape deck record over tapes, my brother wanted Dookie. And so my mom, my, my mom was not strict, but she was just like, didn't want us to become degenerates, which we did anyways, but- uh, I mean, so your brother does own a brewery, so. He did, and he actually, before that, he worked for SJC Drums and like used to live with the owner of that drum. He just, he he was meant for music. He's a, he's a cool dude. But uh, she took the Dookie <laughs> tape and she went through the whole fucking album and, and would record blank on the tape thing over like over all the swears and so my Man. brother used to put them to do and there would be like badly bleeped out parts but she would like do it for too long so it was like five seconds of a song and like whenever i think of like you know listening to music as a little kid i always think of you know thinking of dookie and it's chopped up version via my mom that's awesome <laughs> that is that's a, that that's is a lot the- of uh that's amazing effort to put into that (laughs) that's insane they're gonna be fucked up little kids and so she was just trying to do whatever she could to save us (laughs) that's a lot of effort so much effort yeah you could feel the love in that because she didn't want you to miss out on the music but she she put so much effort to making it safe (laughs) safe for you guys to listen to Uh-huh, and we still turned out to be dicks. So. Yeah. Our <laughs> mother were, uh, just smashed things. That's about yeah, it. Yeah, I remember. Oh, I was the, to, oh wait, I was no, I don't. I don't remember that at all. Please don't come to my house in Boston and get in here. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, we, were, we were in the car one day, and we were listening to Linkin Park. Um, oh, God, this thing. story. Yeah, and, and uh, we were like, oh, Mom and Dad, listen to this. And they literally, they listened to one song, turned around, and was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> <laughs> and we can never listen to it again. <laughs> Yeah. So. Yeah. Good times. Well, good times. You now have the rarish version of Dookie. It's a yeah. Dookie your mom cut. Yeah. Great. <laughs> I, I don't want to know anything about what her about Dookie's her mom cut. Let's just be real here. <laughs> yeah, it's the mom Dookie. <laughs> God. So, uh, Colin, somebody agrees with you. I'm not gonna 
blast him on uh, on our live chat right away, but he agrees that the cherry is god tier in his opinion. He loves them. So nice. Uh, and and Johnny, uh, my buddy Tom Brill, aka the Red Baron, wants you to know that he loves you and he misses you, and he says hello. What a legend! What a legend! Yeah, he was on the show last week, actually. Yeah, I'd love to say great kid, but he's not a kid anymore. <laughs> I mean, he is the reason I met you the first time. So, you know, you were talking about gimmicks. The the very first show where I bought this T-shirt. Um, it was, you know, TFT was was headlining the Flaming Tsunamis at this, again, this tiny fucking venue in, in like Milford, Connecticut. And uh, it was, I forget, I forget the first two opening acts, but then it was Hostagecom, The Fad, and Flaming Tsunamis. Hostagecom yep. did their thing and they were like, they came out like mimes and like, you know, it was terrifying. The Fad was just an awesome ska band from Long Island. And then like... Andy and all of the guys in TFT came out as Santa and the Elves. Oh, yes. That was a great run. Uh, such a fun, absolute gimmick of, of a show. And then, man, I just, I just have a lot of fond memories of just punk shows and hardcore shows. And, you know, you get knocked down and like 16 people jump in to pull you back up, which is, you know, it's, <laughs> it's family. <laughs> so We're all in this together. Speaking of shows, that, that was uh, one of my questions. What's your least favorite show you ever did? This one, the three-episode podcast. <laughs> but the first seven episodes. Well, I, I, apolo- I apologize. We have a really bad host this week, so. Yeah. They're like this <laughs> right now that now I'm a fuck apolo- that guy in the middle. He's a piece of shit. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I don't know. Do you have one, Johnny? First show I ever played. Hmm. Hmm. It's tough because it's not measured in the number of people, at least not for me. So I've played Same. plenty of shows to zero people or one person or three people that were just not the worst shows I've ever played because I've walked off and been like, that was a pretty good set. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and that's that's a big thing too. Like uh, I can look at the numbers and see how many people that are watching this live stream, but we're still going to give the exact same episode as if we have 100,000 people watching us. Right. Yeah. You know? It was just how I always perform. I actually right. would say the worst show I ever played was um, with We Are The Union. Um, at the time, we were on a run. I can't, I can't remember where we were, but there was just um, uh, one night where we just didn't lock in to the point where the, the drums and the bass were so off from each other. I don't even know what was happening, but it got to the point where I could not play. I, I physically couldn't play because I was off from everything else. So I just stopped playing. I remember turning around and, and being like, what is going on? Like, what is happening? Um, I wish I could remember what city I was in, but it was just so long ago, I don't remember. I just remember that after that, like a combo was had that was like, yo, that can't ever happen again. Like, like this can't ever happen again. Um, trying to think of something that has more uh, value to it. Uh, let's see. One time. Oh, how about the loft in Poughkeepsie? One time we played the loft in Poughkeepsie, and that was that's above the Chance Theater in New York, Poughkeepsie, oh, okay. New York. And like uh, uh, the the loft is the upstairs venue that was like held together by some beams, and the floor was like collapsing, and they had to shut the show down to make everybody leave because they were afraid that it was going to just collapse into the into Whoa. the ground. Oh, in there. <laughs> yeah. 
dark. Wow. It's legit. Dark no, everything he just said is accurate. Very dark wow. and sad. Um, worst show I ever worked. Uh, blood on the dance floor at a at a Legion Hall in Garden City, New York. Uh, it was <laughs> just worst shit. The worst music, most uncomfortable I've ever felt. Uh, and I'm so grateful that their light show went into the neighbor's windows so so efficiently that they called the police and got the show shut down because I just... That's <laughs> 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 awesome. I was being paid to work, but I just wanted it to stop. Please, no more. <laughs> that, uh, that, that Davi vanity is a real piece of work. Yeah, I haven't kept up with like the internet with that, but I, I'm fairly certain that it's bad. Very yeah. bad. He's had a, done a lot of bad things to a lot of people, and I hope oh. karma gets him. That's all I have to say about that. My. How, about, how about your stuff, Colin? What's the <laughs> the worst show you ever? I am. I'm a pretty optimistic person when it comes to that kind of stuff. Like like Johnny said, like I have played plenty of shows. Like sometimes you just play a show, and it's essentially community band practice. No one shows up. You're playing yeah. to the other bands, uh, and so you can it's fun especially when it's like just you and like a band you're on tour with and you're playing to the bartender or something and that's about <laughs> it um well I, like, I mean don't 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 take worse as like like bad maybe just like you know it, like like johnny said with 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 watu you know just there was a show they didn't click for whatever reason yeah just, just a show a you wish show. went better i guess uh oh uh there okay so there there was one show <laughs> Uh, with survey actually and I think it was Tiffin Ohio Music Fest and first of all we were playing at the same time and like I'm not even kidding maybe 40 feet away from Hawthorne Heights on like the big stage so it was like tent and then like you could throw a rock at the big stage that is like right next to us uh, that was drowning us out so all the punk kids were at our tent and everyone else was over there um uh but and I, I love Hawthorne Heights, they're a good friend of our band. Um uh but like the, that day I, though, I was gonna make the obvious pun, but Indiana is not Ohio, so I can't make the <laughs> obvious pun. And I hate yeah. myself for it. <laughs> or you could just do me and just make the joke anyway. No. True. <laughs> um but so there was that. That but that's not why it was bad. Um so I uh, I don't know what was up, but so the fir- during the first song, I was borrowing, I think, that old Stingray that Henry used to bring along on tour. Um, I was playing that, and like first song, the the bottom strap button just ripped out of the bass. So, <laughs> uh, so I'm like, well, okay, I need something that can be held up. So I borrowed one from the band we were touring with, Lila Ignite. And they lent me theirs, but we were not able to get it to make a sound the entire set. So uh, we like we couldn't halt halt the show anymore. Um, we had to just let it keep going. Uh, so basically, the entire set until the last thirty seconds of the song, I had no sound coming from my bass. Uh, so so I, and Henry was so pissed. Like, happy. 
<laughs> so that's just an air guitar that has a guitar next to it. <laughs> yeah. Essentially, yeah. A very expensive air guitar. Oh, it was <laughs> it was brutal. Like Henry like I it was just words, but like Henry was like, I'm gonna send you home. I'm like, okay. <laughs> but I felt awful. Like I don't we don't know why it happened or anything, but like I I don't know. That was definitely the worst one. Is pretty much a show that I played but didn't play. So that was that was rough. Um, my other question was, um, have you guys recorded anything during COVID? And if so, how how was like how does that work? Ooh, start with Colin because he just released an awesome video. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> so I'll, I'll get I'll give the the I know I'm not here to talk about my main band so uh, I'll you could you could talk about anything and everything. So I, well, we get off subject all the time. Yeah, okay, we, so, we we're basically the tangent podcast. Like, okay. So so this is what this episode is about. It's about Scott, which no one knows about, and we're talking about everything else. <laughs> okay, great. Rib so, like Scott. Let's not talk about Scott. <laughs> so here's the non-Scott band. So I'm in a band called The Day After, and it's like heavy punk rock like heavy pop punk easy core whatever you want to call it defend pizza parties um but uh at this point like so we've been recording but we due to covid we can't really get everybody in a room so it's kind of like two people at a time going in uh to the studio um uh so that's going on but i will say uh anything that people know about what we sound like previously over the last the band is going to be 12 in December. Um, oh so anything that we've ever recorded is pretty much not going to sound like what we have recorded now. Like it's, it's like the pop punk thing is completely thrown out the window, which, uh, I mean, I, I, it's just all fun. Uh, like no genres, no rules. Uh, so that's happening though. Uh, we do have some stuff being recorded. Hi kitty cat. Um, uh, but yeah, so that's being recorded. That's weird. Uh, hopefully more stuff's being recorded soon. Um, and, uh, uh, but in the meantime though, while bands aren't really playing shows, uh, me, um, Josh from, uh, Backyard Superheroes and a handful of other bands around the world, uh, and members of bands from around the world, uh, have all kind of come together and we're recording just big old super covers of some songs. And, uh, like so the first one we did was uh fat lip by some 41 and i I think there was like 30 vocals on that and then uh three guitars a bass and drums Um, i definitely saw that nice yeah yeah that that was a thing uh and then the one that and that one got a little bit of traction um not so much on youtube but i think it hit like 30 or i don't know like twenty thousand on youtube or uh on uh facebook uh but then uh at the beginning of August or so, somewhere around there, beginning of August, uh, we kind of had the idea to do a big uh, cover of Superman by Goldfinger in time for the Tony Hawk release, um, yeah. for the remastered release. So uh, we had like a month to record all our parts and uh, record video and send it all in. And uh, Josh is a mastermind and put all that together, the video. Uh, I do. N- I feel bad. I don't remember the name of the guy who is, uh, who uh, mastered, mix and mastered everything. But like, I do not envy him. There was like 90 plus tracks um, to all take care of. 
uh, but everybody uh, got like three seconds of video like at a time to like they yeah. would add like three you know a couple of words like, here and there everybody gets a line and then all the choruses are together but that one had i think like about 30 horns on it um yeah. Uh, which I, I think that one worked out to be like 56 <laughs> musicians. I think you posted. I or think, I, think so, I saw yeah. you posted something like that. Hi, what's up? Plus, you um, got Tony Hawk on that. Yeah, Tony Hawk <laughs> intro the video. And uh, that's awesome. That yeah, is awesome. That was it was very, very cool. Um, he uh, he did he did a kickflip. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, no, I, I'm convinced that man has never said a swear word in his life. He's like the <laughs> nicest guy. Uh, but no, he's. he's I, I love, I love the memes. It's just like, what do you think Tony Hawk's up to right now? Tony Hawk's response: This. Well, yeah. you know, you know where that came from, right? Uh, the he, TSA agent. Yeah, he has a real life story where where they're like, you look like you look to, like Tony Hawk. I wonder what he's up to nowadays. This. <laughs> yeah. Whose so skateboard like, is this? It's mine. Are you any good at it? A little. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, so we're doing that. We got a couple more big ones in the works, some that aren't as big. Um, hey, shh, I know. Um, Trust me, she's fine. We can't hear her, but she's yeah, a very good dog. No, I think she may want to go OUT, though. So, uh, uh, yeah. But she's going to need to chill for a little bit. Um, but uh, pop up if you want. Go. <laughs> um, Come here, puppy. Uh, but... Uh, hi, say hello. When? Uh, but... but yeah, so some some smaller, <laughs> some smaller ones going on with like not everything is requiring thirty people on it, um, but I just recorded my parts for one uh, not too long ago, uh, so that should hopefully be coming out. I, we're not on like a deadline like we were with uh, Tony Hawk coming out, so I think there's another cool one that's coming up. I'm not going to say what, but I'm pretty sure we're doing one that's going to be all girls, all ladies on it, which is going nice. to be a very cool one. Please um, tell me it's real girls eat cake. <laughs> uh, that'd be a cool one uh it is not though did you but, just uh, bullet yeah, no. shoot what? a bullet justin jesus come on now you have a soundboard what <laughs> uh, i don't know i thought i heard a bullet ricochet and i thought you were just like zing boom. no <laughs> but um but yeah so that, that's all going pretty cool uh i'll throw it over to johnny because they just released some new music and it's awesome yep uh <laughs> you, buddy. Yes. uh tell me during corona so we finished our we finished our record right before coronavirus. Um, we have not recorded any new music since this has started. We put out, you know, we pushed like everyone else in the music industry. All all the bands with completed records for spring releases. Everybody pushed to the summer, and then summer became the fall, and then fall is the winter. And still, a lot of friends' records for like these large national acts are waiting for next year. We've, uh, we've, we've determined, when I say we, I mean in the music industry, it is a guarantee that if you release your record during this, you're just not gonna have as much traction as you would normally. It's just not possible. It's just not possible. No matter how much content you create, you can have the most content in the world and without the touring aspect, you're just not able to promote your music. So we were waiting, but we don't want to wait no longer. No one knows when this is going to be over. No one knows when touring is going to be able to resume fully. We spent a few months, you know, trying to figure it out. But there's everyone's opinion is different, right? You know, I'm reading every. I read every day. I read the global news just to stay educated. But you know, you got 
two weeks ago, they were tossing out that they're, we might not be fully normal until 2024. I don't, uh, know, what, oh, I don't know what that's going to be for music, you know what I'm saying? But it's like, anyway, we can't wait, right? So we're releasing the record at the end of the year. We're putting it out on December 11th, um, which it should be great because there's no other records coming out. Not, not a lot of records come out in December because it's usually a dead month for the music industry. We have another single coming out on October 9th, and then we're going to announce the record like two weeks after that. Um, but as far as recording music during this, the band in the beginning, we so we, none of us live near each other. We're all kind of scattered in the Northeast. So in the beginning, we didn't link up at all. And then the first time we all hung out was around the 4th of July. Everybody has their pacing with this, with who they're pulling into their bubble, you know, and our bandmates in full didn't all feel comfortable until then. Since then, I've seen everybody a few times and it's, we all saw each when other. you guys started to film fire sale because you guys also just released a music video within the last two weeks yeah so we got together to film that right around that weekend and we filmed another video for this next song that's coming out as well and we're meeting up in two weeks to film two more music videos together <laughs> and it is very likely that we're going to go back to the studio maybe in december to work on some uh some stuff well straight up we're gonna work on some like different different versions of current songs mm -hmm. we're gonna do reimagined versions from uh, of songs from each of the eps and release that as like a final ep before we go and release our first full length so as far as recording with the corona we we will be going and going together uh in december because our we have all of us have been inside the our, each other's bubble already so like we, you know it, we've already done that. So, yeah, I think recording for us is going to be normal. We're going to just go to where we normally go in, in Hamilton at the Lumberyard and, and be there for a week and record some stuff. Um, I don't know. Everyone's uh, everyone's different with this, you know what I mean? I, to be completely frank, I, I just got back from... I went to Disney and Universal this past week. <laughs> oh, how is that? And, you know, everybody was... The first day I put a picture up on my Instagram, I got 25 questions, 25 people. Yeah. It's safe. I had a vacation. I canceled it. I was supposed to do the yada yada. Blah, 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 blah. I'm reading this. It's safer for me. It was yeah. more safe there than my supermarket. Yep. Okay. And, and that's that's pretty much legit. I I can tell you as a giant Disney file. You know, I got the I, I got to show it the Marvel fanboy tattoo. Everybody who I know who has gone to Disney or lives in or around Orlando, I'm not so much Tampa with Bush Gardens, but they're all saying that it's just as it's safer in one of the parks than it is to go to the local like grocery store. What do you mean, as far as people wearing masks and people, people wearing masks, so people be, things being sanitized, people respecting you know social boundaries yeah. and distance? Yeah, yeah, it's. I have not had my temperature taken a single time until I left to go to Florida. I, okay. In being in Florida, they took my temperature about 25 times. There's no temperature check in New York State. Yeah. Um, Massachusetts so, as well. I've now <laughs> taken uh, three COVID tests, came back negative three times, but the nature of the industry that I'm in, I get one like every three to two to three weeks now just because I don't feel safe anymore. And I went to Alabama at the uh, right. Uh, right after 4th of July and just said, you know, I got to just make sure. Yep. Uh, or do you have Disney, a new fetish of 
have anything stuck up your nose, John? I mean, we haven't gotten that true yet. Wait, I thought you said you didn't want to do sex. I didn't. We we aren't. We're going to stay family friendly because this way Colin can listen to us at work. Family friendly. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, (laughs) Sorry to interrupt there, John. I just... No. Yeah. Um, It's all good. I was just wondering because it just... I was just watching a, a news video of... Disney just laid off 28,000 people from their parks. Sure did. And uh, I wasn't, I personally was thinking like, oh, it, it, if you go into Disney, that would be a disaster. I've dealt, I've been to Disney in Florida and California. And the only experiences I've ever had was standing in line with people coughing all over you. No matter we, we did a anyway, Disney trio and I was the only one who liked Disney. Yeah. Everybody else is shit on it. But the John, way that, no, I like the way that you're describing no, no, it. No, no, no. John, John, no, I like Universal. We're not getting back into Disney. We okay, we're not, not getting back into Disney. this discussion. No. no, 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 no. I need to correct <laughs> this douchebag. We did not shit on Disney. We shat on the fact that most people don't want to spend the money to go there unless they have a family or something like that. Most of us are not spending the money to go to the theme park unless there's a reason to do so. <laughs> That was our disagreement. It was not about Disney. We just <laughs> on Disney, you douchebag. <laughs> I'm sorry. There's a new I'm ringtone, sorry, by the way. You saying you douchebag? We have to. It's it's a it's a strong point between us. <laughs> I like turtles. But um, getting back to getting back to, oh. I I'm sorry I interrupted you, John. I my I was the way you're picturing Disney is like the way I want to experience Disney is with like people not around me that much and like people like staying safe and like completely <laughs> totally, like, like that sounds better. What was there ride times and everything for Disney too? So, Disney? so this is what I said when I left after the last day, yeah. I would rather wear a mask and yeah. deal with Disney the way it is now than how it normally is. So hands down agree there was, was there was wait longer than 45 minutes oh, 45 minutes there nice. was nothing longer than that and a lot of stuff was 20 minutes um yet they, they've fully integrated you having to order your food on the mobile app so you don't have to go wait, wait in the line there and you yeah. can order it and then show up in a half an hour and, and it's that you read today or whenever that they laid off all these people, I think it's like every business they figured out they don't need all these workers and they're probably not yeah. going to need all those workers to come back ever again. Yeah. The the yeah. sad thing too is, you know, like I mentioned Bush Gardens, uh, I had a friend who's a makeup artist out there. She was one that was laid off maybe about two to three weeks ago. Um, but the saddest one in terms of Disney that I just saw was that uh, Yeehaw Bob, who is at, I think it's the Hoop to Do Review, just got you know, you know, informed that he's he's done as well, and it's not going to. I mean, back. that's the thing. Like, there's no shows, there's no parades, there's no fireworks, there's nothing that makes anyone gather in a large group, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that is a definite difference. You know, you're used to that kind of like, oh, the parade, so everyone's got to get out of the way and stand away. The fireworks. Do do people want that back? Yes. Do I want that back? Yes. Is it yep. is it time for it to come back? No. Can't have it right now. Um, when those things come back, then there will be some jobs again. But man, I'm not telling people like get your ass there and go. But I am saying like if you've had plans to go, like 
it's like if you had anxiety i hope that this maybe makes you less anxious the park hours are reduced yeah. you know yeah. some of the park animal kingdom was open 10 to 5. 10 to 5 is like no time that's yeah. pretty standard for them. Like they they used to close by like six. They were never in a, a night park. But I'm on the uh, I'm on the My Disney Experience app right now and checking things out. The longest wait time is Peter Pan's flight, which is at 80 minutes, and uh, the next longest. Oh, are, I don't uh, have the nerd. God damn it! I wish I, I I put the nerd one in here. <laughs> I, John, I did not know that you were a Disney person. I'm I a have huge a- I'm a huge Disney person. Uh, but the next two longest are but the Buzz Lightyear ride at 60 minutes for a wait time and Space Mountain at 55. So I mean that's pretty standard for the and most part. The thing is, none of them actually are that length. Every every yeah. ride I went on, first of all, there's no more fast pass. That's gone. There Which is, is no fast fine, pass. Fine. Because fast pass is what drives the, the times up anyway. I think they've also realized that they don't need to bring FastPass back ever again. That's what some friends of mine who work there have said. And I think that that would be better for everybody. But yeah, a 60 minute standby time, you get on the line, it's like 35 minutes. Mm -hmm. It's not actually, because the line is so spread out because they have all the markers. They have six foot markers and sometimes even further around certain corners, it's like 12 feet. Some, Some one of them was like 20 feet. So there's all this empty space in these lines. Uh, the only thing I'll, I'll tell you is because of that, any of the interactive lines that they have, they, they're not using them right now. Like the Haunted Mansion, you know, you get in the, in the elevator and you go up, you see the walls come down, That's the, you just walk right through it now. They're, they don't have that. Mm-hmm. They're, not, they're not running that because that involves people being enclosed in a, in a small section. So it's just I'll constant, be right back, guys. constant fine, flow of people. Wait, John. I, I I found it. I, I queued it up. Do you want me to say something nerdy to let you use uh, it, or can, should can you we, just can we? What? Say say something. Okay. Uh, I really love this Captain America tattoo that I have over here. Oh man, it'd be a shame if I got interrupted. No. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. You know, all of the things that you're describing are all of the things that I hate about theme parks in general. Like I have a really intense phobia around like large groups of people close to me and like touching things that large amounts of people have touched recently like that freaked me out before all of this and like so whenever i would be in a theme park all i could think of was like oh somebody like puked or wiped their nose and then touched that railing that i'm now leaning on and i feel like that would you know kind of the way that things are in this like dystopian disney that you're describing is like it sounds bad (laughs) (laughs) disney-topian Oh, I love it. You watch people with rags with like the um, the whatever antibacterial spray just constantly wiping the handrails, the trash cans. They're just at all times. There's people just wiping them down, wiping them down. And there are hand sanitizer stations literally every 15 feet. You can yeah. get you can you walk barely anywhere that there might have been something you might have touched by accident then there's a hand sanitizer station right there yeah universal straight up dumping hand sanitizers on people's hands when you come on the rides you have to get it you have to get it on your hand i love that so, i'm all that if people are gonna uh, I, go I, I agree love that i mean I agree. If, if you look back at the history of Disney parks and the history of the Imagineers and everything like that, it's not really shocking that they can really quickly and really well come up with something to do this. 
because like if you look back at the history of Disney parks, it happens over and over and over and over again that there is an impossible task that was put out and then the Imagineers just went, okay, we could do this and this and this and it would work. And that's all stuff that even behind the scenes stuff that anyone that goes to the park can see it, but you don't realize that that was something that somebody thought was going to be impossible to do, but it's now completely and totally possible because somebody just went, no, I can think of a, something to do that. But <laughs> I mean, that it, I, I don't know why I didn't think of it being this way before because it totally makes sense to me the way you're describing Disney now as because the parks would be like that the parks would be like uh okay so we can't do this and this and this let's make move all this around and i could totally see in the future like you were talking about like how some of those employees won't be coming back because they're kind of replacing i completely and totally i mean i'm shocked that that there's so many people still working at disney to be quite right. honest because it, and I think it's happening in a lot of um, restaurants and it's happening in a, a lot of companies all throughout the world that some companies are just going, wait, we don't actually need human labor anymore. Or wait, we don't actually need people in a big yep. office building doing well, that's the all yep. day long. So many stories of people who are like, like my, I have a friend who works for Facebook and he's like, they're not even going to bring us back into the office until maybe 2021, 2020. Yeah, Google's yeah. not bringing any employees back into their office until July of 2021. They're they don't like, where the world is, I love this. And I'm I'm going to not try not to get on the soapbox. But I love the fact that like people are actually realizing that they don't have to fucking kill themselves. Or the companies don't have to kill their employees to like get their job done. They can yeah. do things from I wish my CEO knew that, but my CEO is, is does not. So I mean, it's part of why I love the company that I work for so much because you know they're actively like, hey, this is a kind of a shitty situation. Let's go through all this, but let's bring this back to music. Because okay, I got the perfect question for music. I've been meaning to ask it. We have to move to the next section soon, so let's. Uh, all right, last question. So, John, John Riv. So Riv has a vendetta against my weird band. I was actually about to bring something like this up, so I'm very yeah. glad. I like uh, a lot of Japanese bands. I like a lot. I like um, Mongolian bands. Also, I like wait, time a out. bunch I need of to, foreign bands. I need to defend myself real quickly. Okay. I don't have a vendetta against the bands that you like. There's just a lot of mainstream bands that I think are fucking terrible. Yeah. And I was gonna tell this story, but please continue, and I'll we'll go into that in a, yeah. in, a in a few. So, so I was wondering if you guys have any bands that you listen to. I, you were talking about the attic, and actually, I think I've seen a logo of the attic before, somewhere, like in the background of maybe a BBC show or something like that. I I saw them. It's weird, but I think I've seen the logo for the attic. Uh, do you guys have any really weird bands that you like that is hard to explain to people <laughs> why you love them so much? Uh, it's not. I mean, 
I don't care who you are. Baby metal is better than your band. Fuck but. yeah. Fuck <laughs> yeah. Fuck yeah. Take that, John. Listen, Eat I, that. Again, I have nothing against them because even Rob Zombie came out and, you know, because somebody was bitching. He's like, well, I'm paid to yeah. see Rob Zombie. What the fuck are these little girls doing? And Rob Zombie's like, these little girls have more talent at 12 years old than you will have until the day you die. Like, get fucked. No, like, they, they crush it. Like... I don't like the game Just Dance, but if DDR ever came back, it could be all baby metal songs, and I would play that shit every day and be in the best shape of my life. I think (laughs) one of my favorite concert videos that I've ever seen is Road to Resistance. The the concert footage of that. The crowds in Japan go harder than any I've ever seen. You should still... A buddy of mine, I, should say, I shouldn't say buddy, but a, an acquaintance of a buddy of mine uh, literally wrote his thesis on punk music in France. Nice. And and actually, uh, Ryan, you were here for, or you were there for that show. It was the comedy show that Sean did in uh, New Haven. Yeah. And it was, it was the other comic that was with him. And uh, he was saying that, like, at punk shows in France, they, like, they do that French thing where, like, hello, and they, like, kiss each other on the cheek real quick, and then they just, like, beat the fuck out of one another. (laughs) (laughs) Well, if you like Japanese metal, have you ever listened to Maximum the Hormone? Absolutely. Their, Their concerts also look insane, especially the more underground concert footage that I've seen of them, like, going... Okay, everybody put on a motorcycle helmet and just yeah, start. Yeah, the helmets. <laughs> yeah. That's nuts. Yeah, it's so. amazing. What about um, you, Johnny? Foreign bands? Any any band whatsoever that, you know, I actually... Hard I, to I, explain to people, like, that you've had to, like, maybe take a minute and be like, okay, this is why they're awesome, when most people would not give them a second chance. This band makes uh, hard rock songs about things that happen in history. Oh, that must be Sabatone. Actually, real quick, back to Maximum the Hormone. Um, I was trying to tell, and it was hard to describe them. So I was trying to tell my boss at one of my old jobs, I used to work at Guitar Center, like the call center. So I would handle all the pissed off people from around the country. Um, But uh, I was like trying to tell my boss about this cool, like, heavy Japanese like metal band or hardcore band and I couldn't think of the name because it's an odd name and uh, I was like oh whatever here I'll just google it real quick and without thinking and without skipping a beat I type in Japanese hardcore enter on my work computer and just (laughs) (laughs) and well actually I didn't google it that's how I found out that Bing automatically pixelates everything for you when it comes up so thanks Bing thanks Bing you're good for something (laughs) I mean making a flight sim game is one thing but yeah how about it Johnny what's uh what's a band that you love that's hard to explain to somebody hmm I think I'm stumped there. <laughs> I don't. I I mean I think some people might think Weird Al is a weird thing, but I think almost everybody that you I know who he has is a though. soul. Yeah, yeah. Is have weird Al. Explain, um, as far as explaining, I mean, we're, we're also extremely weird. I mean, yeah. I've already I've already threw the alley up, which is literally any ska band ever. <laughs> what is ska? I agree. I have to explain that one to more people more often than any than anything else. They're like, 
usually because they think it's bad. They're like, this is bad. I don't know why you like this. It's crap. Yeah. Um, wow, that sounds awful lot like at least three of the people on this uh, Zoom call right now, dicks. Well, <laughs> I don't know what you're talking. I just fuck with you, but I love Scott. I have a <laughs> lot of it on my, my playlist. Are you kidding me? The, to hear so, the word a lot of a lot makes me nervous because a lot of it is bad in my opinion. <laughs> I, I think a lot of the bands are not good, but there most are some- of it, most of it is is stuff that I've heard from video games, uh, especially like Tony Hawk, and then a lot of it is those uh, are all good. Those well, good. I, I have I have a bunch of real big fish on my playlist on my uh, my main playlist too. So. Rubik Fish is fine. And not, I mean, not, and not I, my favorite band, but I, they put on an amazing show, and they're yep. they're they're never gonna die. He'll, Aaron Barry really nice that until And then dead. there's there's two songs from uh, Streetlight Manifesto that I like. I that's, that's a clearly incredibly talented band, but yes. that's yeah. that's almost beyond. You know, like Thomas is a this the singer songwriter is next yeah. level. He he hates when people call him ska. He hates right. it. Yeah, he's a pop punk band with horns. He hates. Oh, yeah, he's okay. the rock guy. I'm rock, rock yeah. music. Folk I saw music. It. My favorite thing is seeing their Wikipedia page change the genre like to thrash Americana or something <laughs> like. Sounds right. Yeah, thrash Americana sounds more like what he wants it to be. Yeah, it's not wrong, but yeah. I mean, they're they're so good. Like the that horn section, everyone in that band is incredible at what they do. I, uh, um, I think the weird the weird one for me is I actually don't listen to that much. Uh, it's crazy, uh, though. Music is my whole life. I don't really listen to. I don't use Spotify. I don't use Apple Music or anything. Not in like a I'm better than you thing. I just am old and shitty, and I never got into old, it. I still, How old are you? I'm 34, but I just re- I just didn't get it. two years older than I am. <laughs> yeah, that's like, not bad. Guys, I turned 30 I, next week, so. Oh, shut up, you youngin. I'm over the hill. <laughs> I was just one of those people that was like, yeah, I still have the CD in the car. I do have and CDs then, in the car. Just, I, I wish. I went out and bought a Daft Punk record so I could listen to it in the car. Do you still right. have big CD thing, the big like four wide. No, come on now. I, I've, I have, I've, I've at least graduated a little bit, but. <laughs> I have four of them. They're yeah. Oh, nice. I recently was like, I need to get rid of all these CD cases. These are worth nothing. And I was like, but some of the CDs I want to keep. So I like bought, I actually bought those this, during quarantine. That was something that I did. I moved CDs into those booklet binders. Uh- um, but mostly all I listened to now are soundtracks because I actually love film probably just a little bit more than I do music. Um, Ooh, can you throw some of your faves out? Faves as far as soundtracks go? Yes, uh-huh. please. Yeah. Is Jurassic Park Definitely. in your top? I feel like it is. <laughs> I'm not going to say it's in my top. It's a legendary soundtrack. But like what I've been listening to, I finally got the... The um the Lost soundtrack. It's like a three LP live. Oh, do you like Lost? Oh, I'm I'm. Does but, he like Lost? Oh my God, I am a Lost slut. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I am a Lost slut. Do do do. 
Rum, 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 little lost oh, all, all, all I can think of, all I can think of is a prostitute. They can't find her pimp. <laughs> Justin, Justin. Just wandering down the road. I'm the lost slut. Justin, you have to clip that. Definitely yeah, have to no. clip that. <laughs> Listen, uh, my hands got sweaty because I'm so excited. I love Lost. That, so that is what happens whenever any Lost person finds another Lost person. I'm also feeling that. Um, now you're too actually, people. One of the things I did during quarantine, I, I've, I've probably watched through it like 10 times, but I watched through with my mother for her first time. Oh, shit. And what a fulfilling experience that was. Have Watching you seen... Reactions. Yeah. Have you watched uh, Chronologically Lost? I have not done that yet. Someone sent it to me, though. Have you done that? I did during during quarantine. I finally did Chronologically Lost. Uh, and it fucked me up in different ways. Uh, yeah, okay. See, that's a whole different thing. Yeah, so uh, Chronologically Lost is someone took all of Lost. So Lost has a lot of like flashbacks, flash forwards, and shit like that. Um, so someone took every single Lost episode and put it chronologically from the very beginning to the very end. And you can watch the series that way. And like people who sit at home, they're like, oh, Lost. Yeah, they love that shit. So I'm one of those people. Oh, hell yeah. I love that. The Dharma Initiative. Hell yeah. Oh, man. I'm like amped up. I'm ready to go. <laughs> you got to check out his band. blanket, maybe. <laughs> Oh man! I will, I will definitely be um, her some yeah, music we'll tonight. About for hours, but we'll have to do that. Yeah, isn't there a band that 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 completely is all about Lost? There's a band. Prob- that does- I mean, probably there's a band that's know. just uh, it, that's just Ned uh, Flanders. So I was literally just thinking of that. John. <laughs> uh, what the hell is it? It's like the dinner. It's called Oakley Dokley. Oakley Dokley. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. So, uh, but. But Just yeah, stop. Johnny's Johnny's yeah. band actually has a song called "Live Together, Die Alone." You need to listen to yeah. it. Oh fuck! Hell yeah, yeah. Our, sec- our second EP is called "Walkabout" after the episode four of Lost. Goodness, John Locke. Uh, I almost John Locke tattoo. That was uh, that's the only Lost tattoo I was I had an appointment booked, and then uh, two days later it got shut down um, from quarantine. Mm. Oh what? no, that's gonna have to still I- happen. I want, um, don't tell me what I can't do. I really want that on my body somewhere at some point. So, well. (laughs) (laughs) I think we found a trio, guys, but I can't do it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I'll I'll have to actually watch some Lost before I was (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to freak the heck out if you do that. So. Just to give the hat trick for this trio of talking about D&D in every single episode, Ryan and I used to play on a Wednesday night campaign uh, and we were talking about music and this just to bring it back to Ryan's thing. We're talking about music that I don't like uh, music in general that I think is overplayed, overrated, etc. And Bohemian Rhapsody is one of those songs. I understand <laughs> the technical aspects and all that, but the amount that it's played on the radio with, I know you're giving me the face too. It's fine. Uh, with the amount <laughs> the glasses of glasses came off everything. Like I don't like sweet Caroline either, but Hey, everybody fucking loves it. Okay, yeah, but we're about to fight. But our DM, oh, listen, oh, what a night. Uh, but our DM <laughs> would just be like, Ryan, Riv like Scott, and just continued the game. And that's, yes. that's <laughs> just where this basically came from. I understand. 
You know, it's not that I don't like these bands. It's just that I I don't want to hear we will rock you immediately into we are the champions because I think there's a better use of that four or five minutes on the radio. Yeah. Uh, dare you talk about Freddie that way? I'm not talking about okay. Freddie that way. I'm talking about an entire band that way. Sh- should we move on to the 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 next the the, the yes. last section? Joe? Let's hit that last segment. Hit that sound bite for us. Ladies and gentlemen, it is recommendation time. Okay. Where did Travis come from, I thought I just saw him behind you. I'm not sure though. He's oh, actually, I uh, need to get a I need to get a cutout of Travis and put it behind me. That would be the uh, he's best. He's playing thing. on his video game team tonight. Oh, yeah, yes, yes, well, yes. good yeah. for him. Anyway. So uh, for you guys, what we do at the end of all of our episodes is we go around and we recommend a a thing or two that either we're listening to, watching, doing, enjoying of any type. So I'm going to start with two really awesome ones. One, first, the band Keep Flying, uh, which is (laughs) the band that Johnny is in. If you want to hear songs about loss and understanding and bargaining and the five stages of grief, you'll hit it. Second, I'm going to recommend another two. One, the NPCs. My boy Colin is over there. Uh, as well as the day after. Uh, if you want just some awesome Midwest pop punk, you've got nothing to lose. Uh, and then just a quick little aside, some buddies from a little bit further south of him, the Weekend Classic. I, I hope they're doing well. I got to reach out to them. I so. don't think they're still around, actually. I... I should have said, I hope those guys are collectively doing okay with whatever yeah, they're doing. They're, yeah. I think they're all doing the SoundCloud rappy thing. but um, I mean, I know one of them just had a kid, but I don't remember which what? one. I didn't even know that. I but... think he also got married just recently. So. Well, congrats. I know, right? You know, I Facebook's didn't... a wonderful thing. Yeah, I didn't know um, that, but I'm pretty sure the last tour that I was on was like the last tour that they did. No, because they, they came in and stayed with me another time after that. That's right. Okay, yep. And I that's when I met, me that's when I think when I met Dan Amaro from, uh, um, he's from Detroit. I can't think of his band right now and I'm blanking on it. Um, but realistically, uh, the last real, like the last real thing I want to recommend is a, a song that I cannot find anywhere. John, if you want to send it to me, it'd be great. But it's called Plane Ride to Borneo. And it is the absolute perfect song for when you're just pissed off at somebody because if you had your way, you'd put him on a plane, ride to Borneo, and never see them again. So that was an old We Are the Union song from easily, I think, 2009 or so is when I first heard it. So, you mean to send that to you? I can send that. Yeah, if you could send it to me, it'd be wonderful. I'd, I would love you for it. Why, well, they don't have that online, I'm assuming. It's not on Spotify anywhere, yeah. unless I'm just blanking on the actual name of it. No, they just, they. I think they just don't have some things up there. Yeah, because I know uh, I also reached out to Jeremy at Scott Two Network to kind of be on the show tonight too, just to see what would happen. So, yeah. Anyway, let's uh, let, let me look at my my computer again. Let's uh, let's go, Johnny. What do you want to recommend to our our viewers and listeners this week? The Boys, the television program on Amazon Prime. If you haven't seen that, I recommend that. Uh, HBO's Lovecraft Country. Nice. It's it's real good. Also, HBO's Raised by Wolves. I'm caught up now. Oh my goodness. Ridley Scott. Oh, it rocks. (laughs) Oh, I didn't even know it started. 
Huh? I didn't even know it started. So it's good? Oh, the finale is, on, is Thursday. Oh, shit. I'm going to have to catch up. Um, very awesome. And all of those have incredible soundtracks. Not just, not just like, the songs that they're using, uh, but, like, uh, score-wise. Um, so I've been completely enthralled in that. And I just started uh, uh, Amazon Prime's Utopia, which mm. uh, it's great so far. Um, yeah. Those are my recommendations. Music? Uh, I can't. I haven't, <laughs> like, my friend put out some records. I haven't listened to the records yet. Uh, That's cool. No, we, it's, it, we recommend anything. I recommended you guys just because I like free promotion. Uh, I mean, last week, uh, Justin yeah. recommended the game Among Us. Yeah. So... Right. Yeah, I say those those shows are awesome, and uh, we're getting into Halloween time, you know, so I guess I recommend everybody watches uh, John Carpenter's The Thing and Hellraiser 2, Hellbound. You can watch the first one if you want, but the second one is the better of the two. Oh, we'll God. also watch Ghosts this, of Mars while we're at it. This John <laughs> is definitely better than our John. Man, fuck you. <laughs> Speaking of people who are better than me, let's go to Colin. Hot, false, but all right. Um, uh, I've been listening to a lot of MXPX lately, like old and new, but their newest record I am absolutely loving. Um, I believe I think it's just self-titled. I don't I don't know song names. I just kind of like throw it on and uh, let it go. Um, but yeah, the newest MXPX record. Uh, has been awesome and they've thrown up a couple covers like uh, they did their own version of um franco and american by no effects and that's a really fun version that they did um that uh robert kirkman the guy that wrote the walking dead is he's putting out a new comic called firestarter and i am absolutely in love with it if the guys who made Avatar The Last Airbender were to get their hands on it, they would make a phenomenal show. I really hope something comes out of it. Um, oh, uh, Jurassic Park uh, Camp Cretaceous on Netflix is one of the most adorable and fun things I've ever watched. I love it. Is that so the animated one or the Lego yeah. one? Okay. There's a Lego one? Uh, there, Dude, there's a Lego everything these days. True. I liked it, Johnny. Um, uh... But, dude, I'm, I'm just here for the lore, man. Um, <laughs> I, I'm just here for the roar. For, no, for the lore. And I'm here for the roar. Okay. Roar. Means I'm a dinosaur. Jesus. Um, <laughs> uh, and uh, I recommend Keep Flying as well. I, I have been listening oh, to you guys stop. a lot as well. Um, <laughs> them, that, uh, and... Uh, I recommend wearing a mask. I'll leave it at that. <laughs> and, and and I recommend getting getting registered to vote. <laughs> yeah, that's a thing too. Uh, I think the, the debate's happening right now. It, it, yeah, well, that's, no? uh, it is who's, as we speak. Who's playing? <laughs> or not playing? What is? What, I don't know how politics work. <laughs> Trump, yeah, Trump and Biden are going back and forth fighting it's, about stuff. It's, it's, it's Dallas and Tampa Bay, Dallas. right? Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. yeah basically. <laughs> All I'll, I can think I'll of just watch is, the weekend update tomorrow and figure it out. Yeah, I'll, but, uh, I'll find oh, out. I'm watching the whole thing as soon as we're done. Yep. <laughs> I'll find out in November. Yeah, <laughs> Justin. Uh, recommendations. Yeah. Um, I, I was actually, I was actually one of the things I was thinking of um, was recommending Camp Cretaceous because it was, it was pretty good. Um, I watched it. 
But one of the recommendations, the recommendation I'm going to make this week is uh, these actually just came in. They're from Hori, um, but it is... Oh, you can't see that with my camera, but it's a uh, switch controllers that connect. It's because you have a cool background as yeah, opposed no, to just a normie one like we got. Yeah, well, I, I figured you know I, I should be I should have our like logo and shit up. That's uh, fair. I probably should too, but then you can't see my Adventure Zone novels. Yeah. There <laughs> we go. Nerd okay. button. So now, now can you see it? Yep. yep. Yes. Totally yep. can. Yeah. Wow. They're like super comfy. Um, they just came out. They they worked with Nintendo to make them. So wow. they're all like, uh, yeah. So um, yeah, they're really comfortable to use and I like them a lot. So um, I bought them for myself for my birthday and it took a while to come in because they just got released and they were on back order. So um, that's like almost as wide as the original Xbox controller. <laughs> <laughs> well, I thought I, I actually uh, so it, I, I don't know. I know Ryan has a Switch, but uh, when you get the Switch, it comes with um, the little controller that you can put the Joy-Cons into to make a controller. And mm-hmm. I didn't... So these are powered by the Switch. I didn't realize that they didn't have their own battery. So I literally took my uh, Nintendo... Um, my uh, three-prong uh, screwdriver, and I took that apart so I could put this onto that, and then it didn't work because these aren't powered by themselves. So uh. <laughs> I felt like an idiot. I got all the way through it, and I was like, oh... Uh, never mind. So, <laughs> but yeah, no, it's really comfortable. Um, the company's name is Hori, H-O-R-I. Uh, they're on Amazon. So yeah, that's my recommendation. Sweet. All right. Let's go to the top corner. They're the other top corner, Mr. Ryan. Okay. So I am just going to do two bands, seeing as we are doing music trio. And I don't think but two bands that I think need even more recognition and following. Uh, Brass Against uh, is kind of a cover band, uh, but it's covering mostly a lot of Tool and a lot of uh, Rise Up, uh, sorry, uh, uh, Against the Machine, Rage Against Rage. the Machine. Rage. Uh, and they do a bunch of other covers, but that's mostly what they do. And supreme music quality it's a full brass section um and basically some of the covers are even better than the original especially some of the tool ones uh i highly recommend if you want to get into brass against to go start with like the pot or killing in the name of their covers are amazing um and also the other bands that i is probably more popular than I think it is, but I've been listening to it forever, is Death From Above 1979. Um, It's a two-person band. Um, They're kind of weird. They're more... They're like hardcore punk. I'm not sure. Um, They broke up for a long time and then came back together again. Uh, Really fantastic band. Death from above 1970. Yeah. So, Miss Valerie. Okay, I've got two. Um, I've got a movie and then an actual thing. And uh, also Lost because Lost. And uh, well, yeah, watch Lost. <laughs> watch Lost. Literally, it wait, changed. Wait, can my- you 
what can you watch <laughs> Lost on nowadays? My life and the way I view Ooh. life and the way I view other people. It's on Netflix. Or serious. Um, so, but yeah, so I just watched, um, I'm thinking of ending things. It's um, a Charlie Kaufman movie. So he's the dude who did uh, Being John Malkovich and Adaptation and Internal Sp- uh, Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Um, and I think it's on Netflix. I think I watched it on Netflix. I don't know. Um, yeah, Netflix. Um, but it's a really fucking weird movie um, about this um, girl visiting her partner's parents for the first time and things get wacky because that's how Kaufman does things. And so I really liked it. Um, so I suggest that. Um, and then I've been getting into, during quarantine, I put some use to my tarot deck Um and so I started learning like basic tarot card spreads and stuff. Um, and so I bought a book about it. And so if there's anybody who like has a deck of tarot cards and like has no idea what they're doing, like me, um, I got this book and it's called The Ultimate Guide to Tarot Card Readings. Um, I have that it, in the house. It's a really awesome book. And it's like super, uh, the way that it's up is kind of like textbooky, So you can like reference each card. Um, and it's really gotten got me to like, practice a little bit every day and now I kind of feel like I have a little bit of a grasp on it um, and it's just like what I've been doing during quarantine because I live alone and I guess I, I'm talking to the spirits because they don't have roommates um, but yeah so those that movie kicks ass and that book kicks ass and Lost nice well yeah, watch wait you go watch Lost on Hulu and Amazon Prime yep. hey, now we know and knowing is half the battle you know what the other half is Likings. Violence. Oh. <laughs> so, Steve, what is your recommendation for this week? Uh, my recommendation is going to be a combination of, of a couple of things, but it's all going to be in one thing. Oh. So, it's a it's a video on Ooh. YouTube. Uh, it, it's done by Dennis Larry. Is it the and asshole song? Because the it song be is the asshole song. The song is the asshole song, but you're looking for the Halo version of it. Oh god. Because it's like red versus blue that's partly in it as well. Plus Halo uh Halo things and the video is just amazing just because of how the video was done because it seemed like the guy in Halo was singing the song. And it was oh, so fucking amazing. The the head head bobbing and everything like that. Uh, no, it was first person, I'm singing it, plus cut scenes, so I'm <laughs> singing it. It was, you have to watch it to actually, like, appreciate the beauty of it. You'll, you'll have to put it into the chat or something at some point. Uh, if I ever learn how to use this damn thing. <laughs> <laughs> but if I'm able to, I will. But it's Dennis Larry, I'm an asshole, and then you look for... The one with a halo. Fucking amazing. Uh, I want to go ahead and thank our guest this evening before Justin gets to do the final outro. Uh, once again, John, Colin, it's absolutely great to have you guys on. I'm so happy I got to see you guys again with everything going on right now. Um, I can't wait, Johnny, for the new album. Uh, I know things are difficult in the camp right now with, uh, you know, just the life events that have happened in the, the past, but please give everybody the best. Tell them I, I miss them and, and can't wait to be at a show again. Uh, it literally feels like yesterday that y'all were playing that show up in Boston and I got to come out and, you know, hang out with you guys. 
Uh, Colin, same to you. You know, I, I know the last time I saw you was you weren't touring with the, uh, with the day after or, or the NPCs at all, but I genuinely can't wait till the day I get to hug you in person again and throw food at you uh, and just make sure that you're fed and that you have a delicious orange soda ready to go. For sure. So, Thank you very much. Uh, I, as that comes to a close, Justin, go ahead and do your, your shtick for the people at home. Okay. Perform, uh, monkey, perform. <laughs> uh, thank you for listening or watching us. If you want to listen to us again or catch up on any of our other episodes, you can find us on Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, YouTube, and a handful of other podcast platforms. If you can't find us on your favorite podcast platform, please let us know so I can work on getting us there. Our tag you can find, use to find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and more is 3EP Podcast. That's 3EP Podcast. Our website is 3EPPodcast.com. Our email is 3 podcast at gmail.com. That's with the three spelled out. Uh, we live stream our episodes almost every Tuesday around 8 p.m. Eastern on YouTube. So follow us here. Please give us a like and most definitely comment so we know what you think about what we were doing and let us know if you have any questions or suggestions or anything you want to tell us. If they're listening to us on SoundCloud or YouTube or any of our platforms, what do they do, Steve? Uh, like, comment, subscribe. Hit that I bell know. notification. What? I got distracted because I started thinking. That's a bad thing. Yeah, I, I thought I smelled something burning in there. Uh, please, please also remember to check out our network at giveusashot.network where you can find our sister podcast as well as our t-shirts and other merch. Uh, everyone want to say some parting words before we end? Bye. Thank you so much for uh, listening or watching. Hey, I'm off the hook next week. Bye-bye. Thank you. <laughs> I really got to pee. Everyone. Let's go. <laughs> so, did John just make up Scott, or did he actually pay you guys to do this? Oh, God, I hate you so much. <laughs> the bit never dies. <laughs>